The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, folks, welcome to the On Point with Victor show. This is Victor Armendariz, is the Mexican, not afraid to be American. That's right, American. As uh, David and his fellow Texans would say, American. <laughs> so uh, we are here. This is the America's Web Radio Station, uh, the On Point with Victor show. We've got a lot to get to today, and uh, I want to bring a message to you, a message from the uh, <laughs> the president of the United Earth. <laughs> Uh, folks, you people in Georgia, you voters in Georgia, if you allow Stacey Abrams to be elected to governor, the, uh, you know, the president of the United Earth, uh, she's gonna try to put you in masks. She's gonna try to lock us down. She's gonna do everything. And, and we would never be where we are now had she been elected back in 2018. So we need to thank God and everyone else that she wasn't elected in 2018. You're enjoying a great economy in Georgia. You voters in Georgia, you citizens in Georgia, let me say this again. You are enjoying one of the best economies in the United States in the face of a recession because Stacey Abrams was not elected to the governorship in 2018. And we have to stop her in 2022 unless you want to go down the crappy road of California. New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, I'm you you know all the liberal states that are having a really hard time right now. And uh, I just, you know, I, I hadn't planned to start to show off this way, but producer Brett uh, and and uh, legend Dave <laughs> played an ad that had Stacey Abrams in it, and it just made me cringe. <laughs> so, uh, look, I, you look, nothing against her. She might be a nice person, but she has no business to be governor of the state of Georgia. She she has no business. She can't even handle her own personal finances, let alone that of a state. And if you want any proof, if you want any proof, right now we have a surplus in Georgia. We have a surplus, a budget surplus in Georgia because of the good studer, studer, <laughs> stewardship. Yes, that, that David <laughs> of, uh, Brian Kemp. And, uh, because he, you know, we did some good things and he opened the state when he should have. Actually, he opened the state before anybody else and we were able to get our economy firing and we've been able to do a pretty good job. And, and here we are with a budget surplus and Stacey Abrams. Here she comes, the lady who had nothing to do with the Georgia surplus, the lady who, if she had been elected in 2018, would have us in a deficit right now because she would have locked us down, she would have kept us locked down, killing the economy further, and and we would have been in surplus. She would have been spending money left and right to try and keep people out of work. It's just ridiculous what she would have done. You don't have to believe me. You don't have to take my word for it. You can just listen to what she says. Go back. Go back in 2020 and 2021. She was calling for lockdowns. She crucified Kemp when he opened the state. All this lady wanted to do is reign over a lockdown state. And we would have never had an, had a, a, where we, to be where we are now with a surplus in the state of Georgia. The state of Georgia would not have a surplus right now were it not for Brian Kemp and the Republicans. If Stacey Abrams had a gain power or gained the governorship, she would have had us in lockdown. She would have really screwed up the, the, the economy in Georgia, and there would be deficit. 
guaranteed, just like in all the other states. And don't forget, she wanted to defund the police. And she want David, thank you. That's why you're the legend. And, ladies and gentlemen, she wanted to defund the police. And I don't need to remind you, you can go look up the stories of the city of Atlanta. Go look up stories in Buckhead on what happened when those bozo Democrats who run the city of Atlanta and who run Buckhead area, when they defunded the police. You saw what happened. You saw what happened in that. And Stacey Abrams wanted to do that over the whole entire state of Georgia. I do not need to tell you what a danger Stacey Abrams is, but I'm going to do it anyway. And now here she comes. Now she's campaigning, trying to tell Kemp what to do with the surplus. And Kemp, Brian Kemp, to his credit, he is he's out there saying, hey, this surplus is the money of the people. The, this surplus belongs to the citizens of Georgia. Because that surplus is there because the citizens of Georgia went to work and they pay taxes. And now there's a surplus. And Brian Kemp wants to take some of that surplus and give it back to the taxpayer because that is where the money came from. But what does Stacey Abrams want to do? Stacey Abrams wants to spend that money on every program she can think of, every program she can pull out of her nether regions, any every program that will not have a return, all programs that will not put, put, put us into a further surplus, it'll just spend the money, spend the money, and put us in a deficit. It because she wants to buy votes. That's what she would do with that money. She would squander it and waste it on wasteful spending and make all her Democrat buddies rich, make her donors rich. And hell, most of her donors are outside of Georgia. So she's going to make liberal groups outside of Georgia rich on the backs of the Georgia citizen. So look, that's about all I'm going to say right now because I got a lot more to get to. But uh, that is that is all that is my warning to you. Ladies and gentlemen, and if you are in Georgia and you're a voter in Georgia, you better be ready to vote for Brian Kemp. Because if Stacey Abrams takes control of Georgia, well, you can kiss your good economy goodbye. You can kiss your prospering job goodbye. Because she will put us in the opposite direction of where we're going now. And right now we're doing pretty darn well. And let me tell you something else. Let me tell you something else. If you think Stacey Abrams, now I know she's running around going, oh, well, Kemp, yeah, he dropped the tax on gas and, and we should extend that to the rest of the year. Let me tell you what would be back as soon as, not 24 hours after Abrams would be, if she is elected, that gas tax will be back. Stacey Abrams is never going to get rid of a tax in the state of Georgia that takes money away from her. Mark my words. If Stacey Abrams is ever elected to the state of Georgia to the governorship, if that woman is elected, your taxes are going up and that gas tax is coming back. Just look, if you doubt me, you do it at your own peril. So don't doubt me. All right, folks, let me move on a little bit. So we do have a lot to get to today. So yesterday, yesterday was the the anniversary. I think it was yesterday. Uh, the anniversary of the Joe Brandon Biden Afghanistan disaster. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, producer Brett or Legend Dave. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't remember seeing Joe Brandon Biden taking any victory laps yesterday about Afghanistan. In fact, I don't think Joe Biden wanted anyone to remember the anniversary of, of, of the Afghanistan failure. Because, you know, if you look back to last year, this time last year when Joe Brandon Biden really, really screwed up Afghanistan, that's about when his polling started to crater. So a few days after what he did in Afghanistan, and, and you, do I need to remind you guys, you know what he did in Afghanistan. When he left Americans behind, he left good Afghan people behind, he left people who helped our soldiers, he left them behind because he made a mass exit 
out of Afghanistan in the most boneheaded way possible. He gave up Bagram Air Base, which should have never been given up because here here's some trivia for you. Who do you think is owning and running and occupying the Bagram Air Air Base right now in Afghanistan? Who is it? China. Your communist Chinese are all over the Bagram Air Force Base. What a what a sad, sad, sad day that is. Now, you're not going to hear the media report that, but you can go look it up yourself. You can go do a duck-duck-go search and see who who is occupying the Bagram Air Force Base. Because it should be us, or we should have at least protected it to stop China from coming in. But no, we didn't. We didn't. But that's the Democrats' plan, folks. you got to understand where the Democrats are coming from. The Democrats do not want the United States to have any say in the Middle East or any power influence. They don't want influence. They want the United States. The 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 ridiculous thinking in the Democrats' brain, whatever goes on in that brain of theirs, but their thinking on the world stage is if we reduce the power of the United States, things will get better. They want to secede to China because I've told you this before. I've told you this before. There's going to be a power maker in the in the world. There's going to be a power broker in the world. There is going to be a country that is going to be the most powerful and is going to have the most influence and is going to lead the world. And it's either going to be the United States or it's going to be China. And the Democrats are perfectly fine with allowing it to be China. And that ought to scare every citizen out there. And that ought to make you rethink if you're voting for Democrats, if you plan to vote for Democrats in this year or, or in 2024, this ought to make you think. The Democrat Party is perfectly fine with seceding influence around the world to China. The Democrats are perfectly fine. Today's Democrat Party are perfectly fine. You know, John, John Kennedy would have never allowed this. John F. Kennedy would have never allowed this. The Democrat Party back then under John F. Kennedy would have never allowed China to be the big voice, the big power, the big influencer in the United, in the, in the world. But today's Democrats are perfectly fine with letting China continue to rise, continue to become the global power, to be the global influencer, and then the United States to just be down, brought down a level, brought down a level, brought down a level. And that ought to scare you all, people. Listen, that ought to scare you all. Now, we can turn this around. We can turn it all around starting in November 2022 and continuing in 2024. And I stand by my wish. I want Ron DeSantis to be the next president. But uh, as I've said before, I don't have any problem with if, if Trump decides to run. Uh, you know, the FBI may have made that decision for Trump. I Part of me still thinks Trump may not run. Part of me thinks that. But if he does, thanks to the FBI launching his campaign the other day, <laughs> last week, uh, I'm sure Trump could win the nomination. And if he does, I'll, I'll be a supporter 100%. Uh, but I would love to see Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis is a young, vibrant Trump. He's basically a young, vibrant version of Trump. And uh, and he's got so much uh, gravitas <laughs> and so much style, and he's just a smart dude. And, and, uh, let me tell you something. The Democrats are terrified of him. And the establishment Republicans, they are terrified of Ron DeSantis. And whenever the both sides, look, I've told you this before too. When the de- Democrat establishment is terrified of one guy and the establishment Republicans are terrified of the same guy, then let me tell you folks, that's the guy you want to be president. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so, so we can turn this around, but you've got to understand what the Democrats ploy is right now, what their goal is. The Democrats are perfectly fine with, with taking the United States down a few notches and seceding that power to China. 
They they want China to be that world broker, that world power broker. And why? Why? Well, most of it's because money. Just follow the money. Look at the money China is 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 giving to so many Democrat causes or Democrat corporations. Look at the money Disney's getting. Look at the money Hollywood's getting. Look at the money that China is propping up for so many corporations. Because corporations, so many out the, of them out there, do not have the cojones to get out of China and go start exploring in Mexico, go explore in India. Go there's so many other countries to explore and to move your manufacturing. But no, too many companies and too many corporations, and including Hollywood and including uh, the, the so many corrupt politicians that we have in Washington, they want to play footsies with China. They're okay with China having concentration camps. They're okay with China abusing and killing people, their oppos- political opposition. They're okay with child labor. They're okay with all of these things. Apparently, the NBA is perfectly fine with child labor, perfectly fine with it. But we can do better. We're Americans, and we will do better. We will do better. We will. I have faith in that, and I'm optimistic. But right now, you've got to understand that today's Democrat Party, if you continue to vote for them, you're voting for child labor. You're voting to secede power to China. You're voting to allow the communist China to continue to rise. Because the Democrats don't have the gonads to take on China, and they really don't want to take on China because then they'll lose their money train. So much of the money train is coming from China. Do you know how – look at the millions that Hunter Biden has made and who, who – and, and, and clearly 10 percent is for the big guy, Joe Biden. So look how much money they've made from China. Look how much money they've made from Russia. Look how much money they've made from the Ukraine. Folks, you've got to understand the corruption that is out there. And how the Democrat Party is okay to cozy up to the corruption. That's just something that and, – and look, you guys can fact-check me to the cows come home. Because everything I'm telling you right now is true. And you can go check it. You can go check it yourself. And it's and it's sad. <clears throat> so so here we are with the anniversary. Joe Biden, I don't see him doing any victory laps. Uh, he doesn't want to talk about Afghanistan. He doesn't want you talking about Afghanistan. And CNN, MSNBC, and all of all of the lamestream media, they won't talk about Afghanistan. There's a reason for that, folks. Uh, all right, folks, let's, uh, we're going to take our next break, or our first break. <laughs> we'll take our break here. And uh, when we come back, I'll get into a little more. Don't go anywhere. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. Stacey Abrams says yes to defund the police as crime is on the rise in Georgia. This November, say no to Stacey Abrams and cast your vote for Brian Kemp. On August 8, 2022, in violation of the Fourth Amendment, the FBI performed a most egregious search of a former president's home. The Fourth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution provides that the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched, and the persons or things to be seized. The Fourth Amendment originally enforced the notion that each man's home is his castle, secure from unreasonable searches and seizures of property by the government. We must take a stand, and take back our country, 
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we are back. This is the On Point with Victor show. Uh, so I've got a listener in Duluth, and uh, and you listeners are just great. You're just awesome. A listener in Duluth, Georgia, just pointed out that the Democrats do not want the United States to be a superpower because they view the United States as the oppressor. And then that, what a great point, and I'm ashamed that I didn't make that point myself. So great point coming in from a listener down in Georgia and Duluth. Um, my goodness. That is so true. And just listen. Just look at the woke culture. Just listen to this, the, the mess and the crap that's coming out of the Democrats. Look, look on the, especially the hard left to the, the AOCs, the, you know, all that crowd of hers. How they view the United States as the oppressor. How they view our founding as the oppressor. How they, they, they view the history of the United States as oppressors. It's pretty messed up, folks. It's pretty messed up. This world wouldn't be what it is today were it not for the greatness of the United States, were it not for the ingenuity of the American, the American citizen, the American ingenuity, the American dream, were it not for all of those things, this world would not be what it is today. We wouldn't be where we are today. The United States, let me tell you something, we're one of the most youngest countries on the planet, but look how far we've come further than anyone, any country, any country. I mean, it, it's just it's a it's just amazing. So, great point from that listener, and uh, so you you listeners out in California, Tennessee, and Utah, and Wyoming, and uh, Montana, Texas, um, Alabama, all my other listeners out there, you guys, you're great. Uh, but you got to play some catch up now. <laughs> so, all right, listen. Look, another point came in too from another listener. This is also a listener in Georgia um, about uh, Stacey Abrams. Not only, and, and, and I promise I will move on from Stacey Abrams, <laughs> but, uh, but this caller in Georgia, this, this listener in Georgia, also a good listener pointed out that Stacey Abrams has already proved what she would do to business in Georgia. She ran the all-star game out of here. And what happened? So many minority business owners and businesses were hurt because Stacey Abrams wanted to put herself big, Oh, I'm going to be nice, man. I almost said some really unnice things, but I'm going to be nice. But Stacey Abrams wanted to put her herself all over the media and, and elevate herself, so she had the All-Star game run out of Georgia. Shame on the All-Star people. Shame on baseball for even listening to her. But what does she do? What does she do? Why don't we talk to the businesses that were hurt by her? Why doesn't the media go out and talk to the businesses that lost thousands, if not thousands and thousands of dollars because of Stacey Abrams? And now Stacey Abrams, my goodness, is she going to run the World Cup out of Atlanta? If Stacey Abrams is elected in 2022, will she run the World Cup out of Atlanta in 2026? Folks, we can't take that chance. Speaking on behalf of all the soccer fans, and and uh, I, I know what you're thinking, Producer Brett, so don't even say it. <laughs> but for all the soccer fans that are in Georgia... You better be ready to go vote November 2022. You've got a 
what, three months or so before you're going to go vote. And you better be ready to vote because you cannot allow soccer fans unite. You cannot allow Stacey Abrams to be elected the governor of Georgia because she'll probably run the World Cup right out of here. <laughs> so, I mean, look, it, it, it may sound funny, but Stacey Abrams has proved she will run businesses out of Georgia. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. She just wants power over you. All right. So let me let me ask a question here. Getting back to this Afghanistan business, let me ask a question. For all you feminists out there, for all you so-called independent feminist women out there who vote Democrat, for all of you women out there who call yourselves independent, who who call yourself a feminist, who are still supporting Joe Brandon Biden, I have a question for you. How are the Afghan women living today? Because before Biden did what he did, there were Afghan women going to school. There were women that were being allowed to do lots of things they weren't allowed to do before under the Taliban. Why don't you go look and tell me how the Afghan women are living today? Because you know what? Many, many of those women are prisoners in their own homeland because of the Taliban and because of Joe Brandon Biden and because of the Democrat Party here. The Democrat Party who was so willing to turn their back and and exit in such a a just a stupid way and and such a boneheaded way to get out of Afghanistan that now so many women in Afghanistan are in prison in their own country what do you have to say feminist democrats what do you have to say about that where's your outcry where's your uproar where's the the marching in the street on behalf of the afghan women now, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that because the reason the Afghan women are suffering is because of Joe Brandon Biden and his Democrat cronies. But you don't want people to know that. So you won't do anything. You'll sit on your tail and try to convince people in this country that they're oppressed. You'll sit on your tail and try and, and, and convince minorities here, including myself, and try and convince us that we're just not good enough on our own. We just can't think for ourselves that we need those Democrat, those good Democrat uh, feeling people. Yeah. Yeah, that's couldn't be further from the truth, folks. Couldn't be further from the truth. And the truth shall set you free. <laughs> I just had to get that in. Um, but that's the question that everybody needs to ask. If you have a friend or a family member who still votes Democrat, and they're a feminist or consider themselves to be a feminist, then ask them, how are the women living in today's Afghanistan? Ask them that. Just ask them. Because they're not going to like the answer that they have to find when they go look it up. Because they're probably not going to want to admit it, and they're going to argue with you and call you names. But that's okay. You just tell them to go look it up. You just tell them to go look it up. So, uh, But, you know, they'll probably change more definitions of words. I mean, that seems to be what the Democrat Party is doing. I mean, think about it, folks. Think about it. Look what's going on right now. Look at the what's in the top of CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, all of them. Look at especially cable news. But what's the top thing that they're leading with all over the, the news is – it's not a raid. A raid's not a raid. It's a seizure. No, a search. It's just a search. So now the Democrat Party wants to change the definition of raid. They've already changed the definition of racism and, and bigotry, and they're changing the definition of inflation. They're changing the definition of recession. They they want to change all these definitions. Folks, do you know throughout history there have been many, many tyrants and, and authoritarians 
who changed the meanings of words so they could control their population. And your Democrat Party is doing it today. They want to change the word of recession, the meaning of recession. They change the meaning of, of racism. They're changing the meaning now of the word raid. Because, you know, just like I said it would backfire, it is this raid that they did on Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home is backfiring like crazy. It's backfiring on on uh, on uh, Garland. It's backfiring on the FBI at, uh, upper echelon. It's backfiring on the Democrats. You know who's about to (laughs) – I guess I can go ahead and get to this story. You know who's about to get the biggest lesson from from the raid from the FBI, what the FBI did on the Mar-a-Lago house when they raided Trump's house? A former president, folks, a former president when they raided his house. You know who's about to feel the real big brunt? Probably the first – maybe maybe today will be the first big vote now that this raid has set in and the American people have learned more about it. Today there's primaries going on. There's primaries going in Wyoming. Uh, There might be some primaries in Alaska. I'm not not sure. Uh, But there's some primaries going on today. And there's somebody today that's about to feel the full brunt of the voter reaction to the raid on Donald Trump's house. And that's going to be none other than Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney, the last I saw, she was down about 30 points to her no-name opponent. Liz Cheney, the, 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 the name Cheney, you know, the name Dick Cheney used to send chills through any of our adversaries. Terrorists, authoritarians, any of our enemies across the world. When Dick Cheney's name was mentioned, that was like Wyatt Earp saying, I'm coming for you and I'm bringing the gang with me. That's what our adversaries heard when Dick Cheney, when they heard the name Dick Cheney. And and I'll be full transparent here. I love Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney was probably one of the best Secretary of Defenses we ever had. Uh, Dick Cheney was an awesome guy. He really, really, I love the guy. I really do. Now, I'm very upset, but I understand the commercial he made for his daughter. That's his daughter. What father wouldn't stand up for their daughter? So I don't begrudge him for that at all. I think he looks silly, uh, and I think he's gone way to establishment. But still, what Dick Cheney did over his career was amazing, and I just want to get that out. I want to make that clear because I, I, I love Dick Cheney. But Liz Cheney, well, that's another story. Liz Cheney decided to take the establishment, you know, road way too far. And, and look, Liz Cheney may be a good person. Liz Cheney may have good, uh, thoughts. And maybe, maybe when she first, um, started having a trouble with Trump, maybe she had good intentions. But she went too far. She went way too far. The fact that, that Liz Cheney didn't stand up and walk out on the January 6th committee when the Democrats completely turned it into a farce, the fact that she joined in the farce instead of exiting the farce, that's, that's really when Dick Cheney, when, I'm sorry, when Liz Cheney lost me. When Liz Cheney would not stand up on that January 6th committee and say, no, Jim Jordan needs to be here. We need to have other representation here. Here. There needs to be cross-examination here. When she wouldn't do that, when she aided in getting uh, Jim Jordan kicked off and out of the January 6th committee, that's when Liz Cheney lost me. When Liz Cheney, when the January 6th committee was clearly after Trump just to be after Trump, when the, when the goal of the January 6th is to stop Trump from running again, that's when Liz Cheney lost me. And Liz Cheney has lost 
lots more people than just me. So right, the last I saw in the Wyoming primary, she was about 30 points behind her challenger. Liz Cheney is going to be sent to the retirement home today. She's going to be sent into retirement today. And that's a good thing, folks. That's a good thing. And I say that, like I said, love Dick Cheney. But Liz Cheney, you screwed up. And Liz Cheney, you pushed the American people too far. And you went too far. And you let your judgment be clouded by your hatred for Trump. And you, and when you let that happen, you're, 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 and then you voted for impeachment. So, look, you're going to be the ninth. This is a great – let me let me go ahead and report this because no other media outlet is probably going to report this. Maybe Fox News will. But when when Liz Cheney loses today, she will be number nine, nine out of ten of the Republicans, establishment Republicans, I should say, who voted to impeach Donald Trump. Liz Cheney will be number nine. That's nine out of ten who have gone down in flames for voting to impeach Trump. And that's a good thing, folks. That's a good thing. So she'll be number nine today. Uh, I mean, unless a whole lot of Democrats cross over to save her butt, which she's begging Democrats to do. Now, that ought to tell you something else. If you're out there in Wyoming, and I've got some listeners out there, Liz Cheney is running around begging the Democrats to save her job. So it's going to be the duty of the voter out there. All of you listeners out there in Wyoming, please listen to me. Make sure you go vote. Just because the polling is showing Liz Cheney is going to get her butt handed to her, you make sure you go vote. Because you ought to make sure she loses by 30. Now, I, 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 I'm, a, I'm thinking she's, she might lose by 20. But I would love it if she lost by 30. And you people out there in Wyoming, you can make it happen. So you get out there and you vote and you make sure you vote and send Liz Cheney to retirement. Send her to retirement. This is going to be great. Let her be number nine. Let her be the ninth establishment Republican to go down in flames uh, for that voted to impeach Trump. Because I, I just think – and look – I'm not saying she deserves to lose just because of that. She deserves to lose because of this January 6th mess. And uh, and it looks like she's going to lose today. So the good people out there in Wyoming, hey, you you citizens in Wyoming, you deserve to vote and have representation because right now you don't have representation in Liz Cheney. So uh, you guys go ahead and send her to the retirement home. And this is – I'm going to laugh all the way. Now, i got to pause for a minute because legendary dave broke some news to me today that i did not know of and and i i i'm, I'm i i have not heard this anywhere and i haven't heard it on any other news outlet so i'm going to let legendary dave tell you listeners the piece of just this is just unbelievable news now i i'll tell you all you can go verify it for yourself but i want legendary dave to come on and explain to you what he found out uh about liz cheney so legend dave <laughs> Well, yeah, I found that it was very interesting. If you Google Liz Cheney and you go down and find out who her husband is, his name is Phil Philip Perry, and he's an attorney. <laughs> that that gives go him figure. one strike <laughs> one strike against him. He's not related to Rick Perry, is he? No, I hope not. <laughs> no. Go ahead. Dave. But but he uh, he owns or he is a partner in a firm. That it represents, and this is the one that'll get you. And I honestly want people to check this out. Uh, don't don't trust me, and don't trust Victor. Trust what you find out. Philip Perry and who he represents, no less than Hunter Biden. 
and we wonder why there's corruption in Washington, D.C. We don't know who else this guy may represent or has represented. Philip Perry, and he represents Hunter Biden, and you can't get any closer to the swamp than that. As I mentioned to Victor, instead of a broom or a bigger hole for the swamp, bigger drain, <laughs> I think we need shovels. Shovels. We need excavators. Excavators. <laughs> Backhoes. <laughs> but, you know, I was just amazed, and we wonder why there's corruption. Uh, wonder what kind of bed talk the, cha- the Liz and uh, Phil have, you know? Oh, well, my what am I going to do for... Hunter today. I don't even want to think about that, David. That's awful for thoughts. <laughs> but, you know, and I hope this is, I hope you'll understand that this obviously is going out and uh, all over the place, not just in this one particular case, but we don't know how much of this is going on mm-hmm. across the swamp in Washington, D.C. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, it's it's you know, everywhere. The, the rumors of attempted assassinations and and uh, assassinations that are being planned is just horrendous to think that it's happening in our country in the United States of America you know david i mean to your point we know we know for 100% certainty that the iranians have sent uh, assassins to the United States, and they probably are here now, and they probably came across the southern border, but they're here because they're, they're actually, they want to assassinate, um, oh my gosh, uh, who was the guy, uh, Secretary of Defense under Trump? Pompeo. Well, Pompeo. Pompeo. He was Secretary of State. Uh, the, yes, Secretary of State. So there's an assassination out there for, I mean, they're, they're, the Iranians want to assassinate Pompeo. And uh, they're actually, there's another person in the Bolton. Trump. Who, who? Bolton. Yes, Michael Bolton. Yeah, absolutely. And they want to take him out. And we know this. Our FBI knows it. The CIA knows it. But what's the FBI doing? They want to go raid a former president's house. Rather than getting out there and making sure that, well, I'm going to say this. Hopefully, because the run-of-the-mill agents that are on the ground, they, they do a wonderful job. So maybe they're out there doing their job, and they're out there, and they're going to find these these assassins if they're here. Um, and they're going to protect Bolton. They're going to protect uh, Pompeo. But the fact that the upper echelon isn't out there uh, doing everything they can to make sure that stopped, but they're out there doing political moves – like raiding the house of a former president. Ladies and gentlemen, I do not need to remind you that Hillary Clinton... Look, they're saying, and if you think Trump had nuclear codes, first of all, there is no way Trump had nuclear codes. Second of all, as soon as Donald Trump left the White House, the nuclear codes were changed. So this narrative, more fake news coming from CNN and MSNBC, especially MSNBC, about nuclear codes and nuclear – that is so ridiculous, folks. Listen, like I tell you all the time, especially you listeners who listen to me, you are far too intelligent to fall for this crap. So when you hear something like MSNBC and CNN come out and say, oh, there's nuclear papers over there at Trump's Mar-a-Lago house, you need to step back, pause, and go, okay, wait a minute. How plausible is it that that President Trump would have taken nuclear codes or any kind of nuclear anything out of the White House? And also, you know that those nuclear codes are changed the very second 
that the presidency changes. One president goes out, one president comes in, those codes are changed. And not only are they changed then, those codes are changed on a regular basis. On a regular basis. So, I, just like I always say, folks, you gotta step back sometimes and you gotta use your own intelligence and don't be afraid. Do not ever be afraid to question the media and do not ever, ever be afraid to question the politicians that we, the people, put in power. So Those carrier politi- thought is yeah. the delusional Brandon that we have oh, in there. Gosh, yeah. that <laughs> I has know. The code. I know. Is it, you know, honestly, I would rather Donald Trump still have nuclear codes. I mean, my goodness, Joe Brandon, who suffers from dementia. What, what is this guy? You know. Now, what is this button for? You, you, <laughs> you know, he's probably going, what is that suitcase for? Wait, what is this? What is that number for? What, can you, can you picture? Oh my gosh. I hope we're never in the position. I hope Biden is never in the position to look at a, a, a computer or, or a, a, a big computer board and ever to be able to sit and go, huh, what does this red button do? Right, <laughs> now, let's, I, I know I've got the football with me. Let's play. Yeah. Yeah. Let's play football with a nuclear football. Now I know, I know that no nuclear weapon can be fired by going, hmm, what does this red button do? But still, do you want Joe Brandon Biden being in any kind of, whether it be a cockpit or or any uh, room or any situation room or, or military room that has any buttons in it? Because I could see this guy, ooh, what does this button do? Yeah, we don't need Joe Brandon. But, you know, I, I know... I know the deep state that is Washington is is not letting Joe Brandon Biden be any, anywhere near the nuclear codes. The person who's probably the closest to it would be Jill Biden. And then that, uh, oh, my gosh, uh, I don't remember her name, but the, the, the Obama people, there's a, there's a few Obama Condoleezza people. Rice? Not Condoleezza. Uh, no. She was a Republican. Yeah. You mean uh, the other Rice. There yeah. is another one. Valerie Jarrett. Valerie, Valerie Jarrett, Jarrett is one. Valerie Jarrett's. And uh, Mark. Is it Mark Rice? Maybe it's Mark. There's another guy. There were Obama, Valerie Jarrett, and then two other Obama, high-ranking Obama people that are that are basically surrounding Biden. And uh, so I, you know, it's it's sad. It's sad that we can joke about it, but uh, I don't think anybody right now, even Democrats, want Joe Brandon Biden or cackling Kamala Harris for that matter to be anywhere near nuclear codes. I mean, oh my. Gosh, that's scary. I don't even want to think about it. Oh, that's just, that's, that's, that's just scary. So, well, all, folks, all somebody has to do to start World War Three is say, push that one. That's strawberry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the fact that, I mean, how scary is it that, uh, the, the most powerful people of the most powerful country are being run by a dementia laden patient by the name of Joe Biden and a Incompetent, incoherent, cackling Kamala Harris. I mean, you know, when Donald Trump had had COVID and he had to go to Walter Reed Medical Center, uh, I believe there was no problem and no question. No one had an issue with Mike Pence being at the ready. But when Joe Brandon Biden got COVID three times, I you didn't hear. Anything about 
Kamala Harris being at the ready. The Democrats didn't even want to consider it. They kept saying, oh, Joe Biden's upstairs. He's 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 in isolation, but he's still working. Joe Biden's working hard. Why did they do that, folks? Because they didn't want you or anyone else thinking that Kamala Harris was just a breath away from taking control and taking the reins of the presidency. Now, when the Democrat Party has no faith in cackling Kamala, why should we? I mean, folks, this is just, oh, this is crazy. This is crazy. Uh, we need to move on to something better. I, I Oh, my gosh. I'm just going to send everybody into a panic right now, and I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. So um, I, do we need to take a break, David? We probably missed the bottom uh, of the hour. Yeah, we'll uh, take one in a few minutes. So maybe, yeah, all right, good. Okay. I can start. I can move on. So we've got – so – it's going to be interesting to see how how bad she loses uh, when when Liz Cheney loses today. So that's about all I want to say about her. But uh, you know, again, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait. I hope she does lose by thirty, and she will be number nine out of ten of the establishment Republicans who voted to impeach Trump. And uh, and I think they deserve to be put uh, on the retirement line. And so, Liz Cheney, good riddance. See you later. And I I I my I. I commend the people of Wyoming who who are going to do what they're about to do <laughs> and send Laney packing, says Liz Cheney packing. And now for you people in Utah, now I got listeners out in Utah and I just want to go ahead and fire you up. Go ahead. You guys don't wait. Don't sit around. I know Romney's not up for re-election in 2022, but he is up for re-election in 2024. And you wonderful people out there in Utah, it's time for you to fix your mistake. You made a mistake by voting for Mitt Romney, and you can send him to the retirement line, and he needs to go. So in 2024, uh, I, you guys start looking now. Start looking for a primary good, conservative, independent, libertarian-type Republican. Find one of those. Find a good, 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 good candidate who can run against Mitt Romney in 2024. Because, listen... We've, as much as I want to take out as many establishment Republicans as we can, we have to be diligent in picking good candidates. We have to vet candidates. It's the duty of, of the voter. It's your duty, people. Let me tell you something. It's your duty. Get out there. Find good candidates. Start working now. Start working now. If you know somebody who is a business owner or just a good all-around person and, and, they, and they can be a good candidate, then start trying to recruit them. Because we've got it, we've got to have somebody good to run against Mitt Romney. We need somebody good to run against Lindsey Graham. We need somebody good to run against McConnell. Folks, have you noticed how McConnell doesn't want to say much about the raid the FBI did? And Lindsey Graham, and have you noticed Lindsey Graham trying to kiss Donald Trump's derriere every day? It's because Lindsey Graham knows that he's in trouble. Uh, he's worried. He's worried. He won't admit it, but he is. Uh, I'm telling you. We will do the country so much good if we send McConnell packing, we send Lindsey Graham packing, we send Mitt Romney packing. Uh, you know, there's a few more, the few more that we're gonna, that we need to send packing, but those are, those are the, the main ones. And we need good, conservative, libertarian, independent-minded, small government-minded, low taxes. In fact, we need candidates who support the fair tax, uh, consumption tax. We need candidates who, who are ready to cut spending. We need candidates that aren't going to talk about reducing spending. They're going to cut spending. 
We need candidates who will be willing to repeal this 87,000 IRS agents that are about that bills about to be passed. We need we need congressmen and congresswomen and senators who are going to repeal. Well, I mean House members, House members and senators who will repeal this mess about the 87,000. In fact, we need to have Republicans right now. Right now, Republicans need to be putting out a bill or creating a bill that will say, once we take control, those 87,000 agents that are IRS, we're moving them to border agents. <laughs> we're moving them. And if they don't want to be border agents, they can resign. <laughs> but that's what we need to do. <clears throat> we need 87,000 border agents. We don't need 87,000 IRS agents. So we've got to find good candidates, folks. And, and as we get closer going into 2024 – I'll do more shows about how how we can find good candidates and, and what kind of candidates we need to find and which Republicans need to go, which establishment Republicans need to go. And, and we need to start. I'll go ahead and give you a little taste. We need to start with Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham and Mitt Romney. Those can be your three that we can target right now. So uh, headed to 2024. We are getting some good candidates, mm-hmm. and those good candidates happen to be what's known as veterans right and they're coming to the front and running for office be it house positions and i think we'll see more and more running for the senate and also uh, my point really is the fact that you were talking about good candidates we need to have candidates of the ronald reagan and trump eras that said our best offense is a good defense, right? And a strong military, well, you know, is is the key to our success, big time. And uh, peace right through now, strength, yeah, peace through strength. Mm-hmm. And uh, Biden has basically destroyed our military, uh, and every Democrat does or tries or tries since, yeah. since and, JFK. Uh, we're in dire need of good people. Young people mm-hmm. to join the military. Oh gosh, yes. Uh, it's a great opportunity. It's a great place to work. And you'll get benefits like civilian companies can't even offer you. Yep. Yeah, yeah. There's no better benefit than, than what the government will give itself. But the military, they really do have some good benefit. And every time somebody like President Trump or, or a future President DeSantis and some good Republicans get elected, they will take care of the veterans because we will demand it. We the people demand it. America's Web Radio demands it. I mean, Legendary Dave is ad nauseum about it because there is, there, there I've said this before. You, to, there should be no homeless veteran in this country. There should never be a homeless veteran. There shouldn't be a veteran that goes without. And there's so many good organizations. My goodness, tunnels for ta- uh, is it tunnels for towers? Tunnels to towers. Tunnels, tunnels to towers. Um, uh, there's so many good groups like that. Warriors to um, citizens. Yes, uh, and uh, that's, uh, and we're going to have uh, Rocky Blyer on. Before, oh, excellent! You know, excellent. in fact. Uh, uh, Former football guy. Oh yeah. You should ask him about Herschel Walker. <laughs> uh, he he won't talk about Herschel Walker, but he'll certainly talk about Terry Bradshaw. Oh, excellent. And, well, that's good too. Oh yeah. And uh, <laughs> some of the funny stories that that he's yeah. got of. Uh, well, like he like uh, Rocky said, you know, you walk in the locker room, and 
if Terry's just in the room, you start laughing. <laughs> he, <laughs> you was, know, he was that funny. A lot of people don't realize Terry Bradshaw was naturally funny. And uh, he had a great sense of humor, a great attitude. And, if and you, still and, does. And still does. Absolutely <laughs> still does. And if you have any doubt, uh, he's got some kind of reality show that I, I've seen bits and pieces of, but it shows you what kind of guy Terry Bradshaw is. But if you really want to know, go rent a movie called um, Cannonball Run. Cannonball Run 1, Cannonball Run 2. Go rent those movies and watch them. Terry Bradshaw will crack you up. And, and Mean Joe Green, Mean uh-huh. Joe Green, I mean, folks, if you are a sports fan, and especially if you're a football fan, and look, football is about to kick off again. I mean, I know they, they had some, um, they started the preseason already. So if you're a fan, uh, go watch Cannonball Run because Terry Bradshaw is great. Um, is it? Yeah, Mean Joe Green is great. They're just too funny in this movie, uh, and it's something that you probably need to watch. And I, in fact, I highly encourage it. If you've never watched Cannonball Run, and yes, it's a movie from the seventies. Yes, it's an old movie. Look, I'll tell you a story. I've got three nephews, all boys, all boys, and uh, well, I'd, I'd hope so. <laughs> oh, right, right, because the nephews. Right, good point. Good point. Well, you know, you never know this day and age. <laughs> the Democrats are changing definitions everywhere. But uh, three nephews, and, uh, and 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 I guess what I mean by all boys, because I always say that, is they're American boys. They're all American freedom-loving boys. And, and then I have a niece, and uh, she's an American freedom-loving independent woman. And uh, when they were little... Uh, we would go dirt bike riding every weekend because I taught them how to ride. And I mean from the age of um, – they were about five years old when I started taking them out on the BMX riding and then progressed them into motocross riding. And we would drive sometimes two hours to get to where we were riding. And I would play movies for them. And they would always ask for whatever the, was the movie of the time, whatever cartoon or whatever was going on. Uh, well, I introduced them. Now, granted, they were a little older. They were, Once they started to get to the preteen years, I introduced them to Cannonball Run. And when I first brought the movie out, they were they all of them. Oh no, we don't want to watch that. That's an old fogey movie. That's movie for old people. And I said, yeah, just give it a chance. Just get. And I they didn't have a choice. I was driving. They were in my car, and they couldn't go anywhere. So I put the movie on. And after they five minutes into the movie, they were going crazy. They loved it, and they and they asked for their own copies of the movie. So trust me when I tell you. Go watch Cannonball Run. It's a great movie, especially if you like enjoy cars like I do. Uh, I am a car nut and a motorcycle nut. So you'll love the Cannonball Run movie. And if you're a sports fan, you'll get to see uh, a side of Terry Bradshaw that you may have never seen before. So it's really awesome, really neat. So, Okay, so let me get into this before we get to the break. Let me get to a little little bit of this. Polling numbers. Now, a lot of you out there are noticing that the Democrats and the Democrats are out there, CNN's out there, and they're all saying the Democrats are rebounding. The Democrats are rebounding. Well, folks, I will tell you what's going on when we get back from the other side of this break. Don't go anywhere. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. Stacey Abrams says yes to defund the police as crime is on the rise in Georgia. This November, say no to Stacey Abrams and cast your vote for Brian Kemp. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. 
Veteran-owned America's Web Radio endorses and supports Dr. Rich McCormick for Georgia's 6th District, U.S. House of Representatives, as a decorated Marine helicopter pilot, and now an emergency room doctor who served on the front lines against COVID-19, Dr. Rich McCormick has never been afraid of a fight. Whether it's communist China abroad, or the radical left in America, Rich knows the next fight facing America is to stop socialism. He's all in. Vote for Rich McCormick. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Uh, look, uh, you listeners are fired up out there. So I've got another listener out uh, out in Georgia who reminded me, and I totally forgot about this, so shame on me. Uh, but uh, Stacey Abrams is on video burning the Georgia flag, the Georgia state flag. And what does that tell you about Stacey Abrams? And don't give me this business. It's racist. Give me a break. Give me a break. We have pride here in Georgia, and we're smart enough to know good good from bad. And uh, the fact that Stacey Abrams would burn the state of Georgia flag and then think she deserves to run the state of Georgia. We need to run her out of here, folks. Run her. And let me tell you something. She's gonna, we're going to run her out of Georgia. We're going to run her out of Georgia in November, and she's going to run straight to Washington because the girl's going to try to run for president. And I, mark my words, don't doubt me. Stacey Abrams will run. Seeing Stacey Abrams running would be a sight to behold. I could have nightmares just on that thought. My apologies, David, for giving you nightmares tonight. You know, there there could be a a second (laughs) earthquake within the Atlanta area. You know, just trotting. There, there is a joke out there just waiting to be had, and I'm just not going to do it. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be nice. But there was a joke that involved a fat lady, a yellow dress, and a school bus, and I will let you. You know what? I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Roger B with Locked and Loaded tell that joke because Roger B with Locked and Loaded has no filter and he will tell just about any joke. So I'm gonna let him do that. So listen, folks, tune in after my show, and you should be listening to Locked and Loaded anyway. One because I sit in a lot of times, uh, so you get to hear some of my view on guns. And second, there is no other gun authority. Author- how should I put this? Authority uh, than Roger B. Roger B. is a walking encyclopedia for firearms, uh, so you really should listen to a show that comes up after mine. It's called Locked and Loaded. Uh, but uh, it'll, if I can get him to tell some jokes, well, that would be a whole nother show on its own. So make sure you stay tuned after my right up after my show is locked and loaded. So stay tuned for that. So, uh, but I also wanted a breaking news here. I another listener just sent me this. Uh, Governor Kemp just received an endorsement from Nikki Haley. You know, Nikki Haley was the governor, former governor of South Carolina, and apparently she just came out and endorsed uh, Brian Kemp. So, uh, man, rock on. That's great. You know, Nikki Haley, you know, I've had a couple of issues with her uh, on a couple of things, but Nikki Haley is a fireball, uh, like her a lot. She, what she did in the UN was fantastic. Uh, watching her stand up to the goons and at the UN, I could watch that over and over. And if you haven't seen it, just go, hopefully YouTube hasn't banned it, but just go look up Nikki Haley stands up to the UN. It's, it's a great thing to watch. And, uh, if we're lucky, Nikki Haley at some point will end up being a, a, a vice presidential candidate. I, I would not have a problem with that at all. 
I would not have a problem if, if Trump were to run again and choose her. I'd be okay with that. I would rather him choose Ron DeSantis. But, um, and if Ron DeSantis runs, I don't have a problem with him picking Nikki Haley either. I, I love Christy Nome. You guys know that. Christy Nome, governor of South Dakota. I'd love to see her. Uh, but, uh, but that's great news for Kemp today. I hope he does something with, uh, does an event or something with Nikki Haley. Get Nick, Nikki Haley here to Georgia to campaign on his behalf because in, I think in my neighborhood, awesome. please. And, and preferably in your neighborhood. Right. Uh, I, I'm assuming. My front yard. You know, you know what I'd also, this, I'd love to see this too, David. And then maybe she can come to your front yard also. Tulsi Gabbard. If Tulsi Gabbard would come out and endorse uh, Brian Kemp, that would be a great thing. I think Tulsi. I think that you know Tulsi Gabbard is out there right now trying to build. She's up to something, folks. Look, when a Democrat does what Tulsi's doing, they're up to something. And uh, and I'm sorry, just like I don't trust Manchin, and I kept telling you folks not to trust Manchin. I would be wary about trusting Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, go look at her voting record. But I will say this. And David, I'll show you a picture later on why you wouldn't mind her coming to endorse Kemp from your front yard. And that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> since, since I'm going to stop there before I get in too much trouble. Yeah, uh, uh, I you would you will want to hold the microphone. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> if well, if 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 she's wearing the attire that she's wearing from the picture I'm going to send you, you're definitely going to want to hold the microphone. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to stop right there and not say anything else about it. But uh, but anyway, folks, look. The polling out there. So there is a there. There's polling, and then there's there's polling that happens every. And by the way, yeah. As one of our esteemed doctors says, polls are for dancers. Polls are for dancers. I love it. That sounds like something Mark the Shark would say. <laughs> Mark, I know you're listening out there, and I'll bet you you've said that more than once. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. I love that, David. I'm going to have to use that. Uh, but uh, but listen, there's something you need to know about polling. So there 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 are um, certain <laughs> certain methods in polling, and and there's and you can see certain things that happen with polling every election season and every election season because there's something to be said about the time of year and a correlation that it has with polling and every election season when you get to August when you get to this time of year Democrats seem to take an uptick in polling and Republicans take a downfall in polling so you're seeing the the, the Democrats come up a little bit you're seeing Biden's numbers supposedly Biden's um, approval numbers at 40 now which is still Still utter disaster if it's really at 40. But right now you're seeing an uptick. You're seeing them come up to 38, 39, 40. You're seeing Democrats start to fare better in polling. You're seeing the Democrat candidates polling better. And you're seeing the media, CNN, MSNBC, and the lamestream media running out there saying that uh, the blue wave's coming. A blue wave is coming. There's a blue wall. There's a blue wall. Because some Democrats, they know better. They don't want to talk about a blue wave because they know it's not going to happen. So they'll talk about a blue wall that's going to stop and mitigate some of the red wave. Um, but listen, let me tell you what's happening, folks. There is a seasonal thing that happens with polling. And right now, we are in the time when Republicans are taking last-minute vacations. Republicans are, are, are getting their kids ready for school. They're getting their kids off to school. And the last thing they do is participate Participate in polling. They don't want to answer the phone. They don't want to talk to pollsters. That's the trend that we see, the seasonal aspect of polling that we see every election cycle. Every election cycle this time of the year, you will see. Let me tell you, in 2018, 
Stacey Abrams was surpassing and getting a lead against Brian Kemp at this time in 2018. And then September rolls comes along and October comes along and the Republicans re-engage. Just like when Iceman, uh, when, when Maverick re-engaged, that's what happens in September. The Republicans will re-engage. Now I will say there, there is, there is this. Now ever since 2020, actually probably 2016, there have been more and more Republicans that are, that are less, um, jubilant about participating in polls because they don't trust the polls. So we do have that also. But you're going to see a rebound in September, October. You're going to see the rebound. In fact, if you, if you, and you're going to see the polls switch to likely voters and because that makes a difference also. All right, folks, just don't worry. We're going to be good and we're going to win. We're going to win, win, win. And uh, stay tuned. Locked and Loaded is up next. I'm out. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's web radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.